The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. DFS Quickets, your Thursday, June 6th edition. We've got a seven-game early, five-game main slate. Going to break them all down for you as quick as possible for you to get going on your Thursday of action. Your totals on the slate. Giants met 7.5. Braves, Pirates, 8.5. Waiting on Rays, Tigers, as we have the opener in Tampa. Boston, Kansas City, because Boston's getting a spot start from Ryan Weber. Reds at Cardinals, total of 9. Marlins, Brew Crew, 8. Rockies, Cubs waiting on that one because of Wrigley. Astros and Mariners is not on the slate, neither is... That's it. Your night slate, Yankees, Blue Jays, 10. Twins, Indians, 8.5. Orioles, Rangers, 10.5. A's, Angels, 9. Nationals, Padres, 7.5. Four of the five totals, 8.5 or higher. The pitching is weak on the night slate. You got some least options on... The five the seven game early slate. Let's kick it off with that seven game early slate. The pitching: Zach Wheeler, ten five at home against the San Francisco Giants. Far and away the top option on this slate. If it doesn't work out, that's hashtag because baseball. But uh, Jason Vargas was a guy we were on yesterday. A nice cheap option, and he dealt oh, actually complete game shutout. Almost forty two DraftKings points from Jason Vargas. Were you expecting that much? No, but we knew the option was there because the Giants a suck first lefties and b just suck in general this year. So a guy like Jason Vargas, who's been pitching much better of late, is in play. Wheeler's been pitching outstanding of late. 18 or more points in three straight, 20, almost 26 or more in two straight. That's at Arizona and at Detroit. He's been absolutely outstanding this year. And if you want a really good stat, let me pull it up from my buddy Matty Modica at CTM Baseball. You look at, um, he tweets out all kinds of great stats. He tweeted one out this morning, Zach Wheeler. Over his last 10 starts, he's pitched at least six innings in all of those starts, totaling 67 and a third innings pitched. He's thrown seven innings or more in seven of those 10 starts. In eight starts against teams not named the Nationals. So eight of his 10 starts, two of them versus the Nationals. So the eight starts not against the Nationals. Zach Wheeler, 54 and a third innings pitched. 65 strikeouts. 12 walks, a 3-3-1 ERA, a 1-1-4 whip. He's been outstanding. Of late. Absolutely outstanding. It's the Nationals that have gotten to him. Because, yes, if you go through his drafting logs, taking out the Nationals games out of the last 10, 
Outstanding set from Zach Wheeler. Gets the Giants today. Great play at 10-5. Dropping down to $8,900. Brandon Woodruff of the Milwaukee Brewers at home against the Miami. Those those pesky Miami Marlins. You got to love them. You got to love them. He's got 3-6-6 home ERA. You know, the Marlins, I'm not saying they're not in play again because Woodruff can give up some loud contact from time to time. Um, When you break down Mr. Woodruff, where did you go, little fella? Um... Give me one second here. It's, um, it's not here for some reason. But uh, when you look at Woodruff, he's got big-time strikeout stuff. Does give him a little bit of hard contact, so the Marlins can be in play for you there. Uh, you got a Marlins team with a total of 3.3 lefties, 302 righties, 320. But when you look at them, a 279 Woba and a 105 Isilvers right-handed pitching. But they've been getting it done of late. They're peskier than hell. But on a slate like this, Woodruff at 89 is a very solid look. A couple other ones to look at here. Jalen Beeks supposed to be coming in. After Ryan Stanek, so they'll open and they'll go Beeks. Beeks has been very hit and miss this year, but he's shown some big time upside. You know, 6.5 his last time, and then 16.9, a 2.5, and a 16.4, and a 24, 25. He has the upside. He's facing a Cleveland team that does struggle offensively. They, they burst out yesterday. That was a big, not a Cleveland team. Man, am I losing it today? A Detroit Tigers team that really, really struggles offensively. Charlie Moore to shut them down. Uh, if it wasn't for a, a Mickey Cabrera Grand Slam, Blake Snell had them shut down. But uh, it's a same, it's a Detroit team that strikes out 26.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Beeks, 22% K rate, 42% ground ball rate. When you look at the Tigers, um, it, they have a 305 Woba and a 158 ISO versus left-handed pitching. Average at best, below average. Lefties, 295. Righties, 312 versus Beeks. So on a slate like this, Beeks at 76, definitely in play. Couple punts for you to look at. Sean Anderson of the Giants, $6,900. The Mets offense went off on BD. He had like one really bad inning. But you got Sean Anderson, who's got a 257 road ERA, averaging 20 DraftKings points because he only had one road start. His other three starts were at home. But his last start was at Baltimore, seven innings, two earned, only four Ks. The thing with Sean Anderson, not a big strikeout guy. Four, one, three, and five. But he gives you at least five innings in every start. Not always the greatest starts, but gives you good starts. The kid's got good stuff. I like the overall pedigree of him. Uh, the Mets strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Again, he hasn't had a bunch of strikeouts yet this year, but a 45% ground ball rate is very, very nice. And to Mets team with a 4-4 team total, a 3-10 Woba and a 162 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So it's kind of a pick-your-poison because lefties are hitting 354, righties 352 off Anderson in a small sample size. But uh, $6,900 does have some upside in this matchup. And the last guy I'll mention, weather permitting, because in Kansas City, there's 30% chances of rain. But if the game plays, Ryan Weber of the Boston Red Sox is intriguing to me because he's 6300 bucks and opens up your bats. Uh, his last time out, four innings, seven earned, two Ks against Cleveland, not ideal. Prior to that, though, in Toronto, six innings, three hits, one earned, four strikeouts. I'll look at that. That gives me a little bit of hope. He's kind of been a spot starter, long reliever right now, pitched in the minors and whatnot. Against Kansas City, a Kansas City team that's just struggling tremendously. We used to like their offense, and they can blow up at any time. Mondesi, Merrifield, Gordon, Solaire, but uh, no Hunter Dozier's big. The other guys have really, really started to let them down. If you're looking for a punt, there's definite upside here. A Kansas City team that strikes out over 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Weber, not a big strikeout rate, but a 51% ground ball rate, and only a 27% hard contact rate, which is very, very good. Lefties are hitting 384, righties 239 off Weber. So keep that in mind. Uh, it, it's a risky play, but it's $6,300, and that's what makes the risk kind of 
the juice could be worth the squeeze now on that one. So recapping your pitching, I got Zach Wheeler by himself up top. Pretty much the guy to go to. I'm, I'm expecting massive chalk on this slate. In the middle, I got Woodruff 1, Beeks 2, and then down below, Weber 1, Anderson 2. If something changes, hit me up in the Slack chat or the member Discord. They also have Dakota Hudson making the start now after the rainout. Dakota Hudson, 6200 bucks for Cincinnati. That could come into play for you as well. Let's do the bats real quick. On this early seven-game slate at the catcher's position with a lot of getaway days, you'll probably find some good punts here when lineups come out, so keep that in mind. But if you're looking to lock and load right now, like a Christian Vasquez, $3,900 versus Danny Duffy is a very good one there. Chris Iannetta likes his lefties against Quintana at 38 could be in play for you. Matt Wieters against Di Sclafani. We talked about yesterday how lefties have been torching Di Sclafani when you check out the um, the Cardinals. They have a 4.85 team total. Lefties, 3.98. Righties, 2.93 versus Di Sclo. So Wieters is in play. Uh, Victor Caratini at 3,500. Peter Lambert's making his debut for the, uh, the Rockies. And the Cubs bats have been swinging it really, really well. So I love the Cubs today. I think a lot of people love the Cubs today. But they're they're in a really good spot here. A team with a 340 Woba and a 199 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Lots to like there. Caratini plays a lot on these getaway days. But he played two days ago, so I don't know if they'll give Contreras the day game after the night game. Keep an eye on that. But if Caratini's there, he usually bats about 5th or 6th. $3,500. It could be a very stackable offense. He could be in play for you. Couple others you got like Mike Zunino at 35. There's decent catcher options here because uh, Daniel Norris is a joke. Uh, he keeps kind of he's making it work, but it's really interesting. You know, lefties 389, righties 334 off Daniel Norris. We know Zunino's more GPP than cash because he's more you know I'm going to hit a home run but go one for five type guy than put together big time games consistently. So Mike Zunino at 35 and a GPP you can go there. Brian McCann at 35 versus Chris Archer. Archer's been very very bad. The Braves got shut down last night by Joe Musgrove. Good to see Joey back. But lefties 319, righties 410 this season off Chris Archer. The Braves have a 485 team total, which is uh, second highest on this day slate for current. We're still missing some totals, but uh, that's pretty good stuff there from the Atlanta Braves. Other than that, you know, you could try like a, a, a Stephen Vogt versus Wheeler, a Tucker Barnhart versus Hudson. There's ways to go at catchers to kind of either go to the stack or one-offs or even some value once lineups come out. So go give all that a look. First base. Got Big Meat Pete at 56, not bad. But Josh Bell versus Fulte at 54. I love the Pirates yesterday. I think they're going to be a very good stack again today. Maybe a little more under the radar again like they usually are. Uh, Pittsburgh, 417 total against Fulte. Lefties, 344. Righties, 358. They have the fourth highest team total so far on the slate. Fulte's very, very gettable. And Josh Bell at that price point at 54 is good. Derek Dietrich in a GPP at 51 versus Dakota Hudson. Don't hate it. Like Freddie Freeman at 49, maybe Atlanta laying an egg yesterday keeps some appeal there. I think Pittsburgh, Atlanta on a small slate where there's going to be a lot of eyes gravitating elsewhere could be some sneaky stack action. Uh, it could be an ugly getaway, you know, two to one ball game, but does have some potential to blow up because a lot of people will go to the Chicago Cubs, and I don't blame them because Anthony Rizzo versus Lambert at 48 is very, very nice. Very nice. Uh, we talked about Matty Carpenter yesterday, just swinging a really good stick, heating up quite a bit. Wrote about him in the batter breakdown. Game gets rained out. He's still in play versus Disclo, as we talked about how lefties hit Disclofani so well. So Carp at 44 in play. Yanni Diaz at 43 versus Norris. Don't hate it. Garrett Cooper of Miami, if you are targeting Miami versus Woodruff, if you want to be different. It's Cooper, it's Anderson, it's maybe some Ramirez, stuff like that, the usual suspects. But Cooper and Anderson for sure. Cooper's up to 4,300. Something to keep an eye on there. When you get to 4K and below, though, 
It's like, do you want to pick on Wheeler? That's the way to be super contrarian on the seven-game slate because Wheeler's going to be super high-owned. So guys like Brandon Belt at 3900 bucks is a way to go. Joey Votto at 38 versus Hudson. We talked about him yesterday in that matchup. It's there if you need some value. And then if the lineups come out and say like a Mark Reynolds is in the lineup for the Rockies versus Quintana, we know Reynolds is basically only there to match left-handed pitching. So 3200 bucks. if you want to punt it, you can. I'm not in love with that play. I like punting with Reynolds when they're in Coors Field. So keep that in mind. Second base, you got like Moustakis versus Caleb Smith. I'm not trying to target Caleb Smith, but it would be so Brewers if this is the night they open it up after back-to-back just struggle fests. Yeah, Dietrich versus Hudson. That's a good one again at 51. We talked about that already. Javi Baez at 47 laid a zero yesterday. I expect a nice day from him today versus Peter Lambert. Uh, Michael Chavis, 4,500 versus Danny Duffy. Big fan of that. Chavis been a little quiet of late. 3-0, put a 15, but like 2 before his hot stretch. So he's kind of in a little bit of a cold spell for Chavis. So if you want to ride out the cold spell and wait, that's fine. Otherwise, you can get back on it early versus Danny Duffy at 45. We look at Boston. Um, lefty's 357, righty's 328 versus Danny Duffy. Uh, farther down the position, David Bote had a big game last night. If he's in the lineup, I can see that at 42. Just kind of be a little different because he gets overlooked a lot. But like Jeff McNeil at 3900 bucks, all this dude does is hit. He doesn't have a ton of power. We know that. That's why he's always cash game more than GPP. But three for five last night with a, with a run scored and a double, 13 points. Leading off likely for the Mets today at 3900 Good value at that price point. Other than that, you can check your lineups. There'll be a few that pop up, but nothing standing out dramatically at this time. Third base, you got Arenado versus Quintana. I I looked into his lefty numbers, like our versus lefties on the road, and then just overall, and he's just crushing it. Period. Absolutely, just destroying left-handed pitching this year. It's disgusting. It's, it'll be previewed in the batter breakdown. It's just disgusting what he's doing to left-handed pitching. It's fifty five hundred bucks. It's a steep price tag. But it's very, very nice. Quintana's been good. Don't get me wrong. Quintana's been good this year. But, uh, yeah, he's he's gettable. Lefty's 305. Righty's 327 versus Jose Quintana. Austin Riley at 5K is very intriguing. But, you know, Rafael Devers, it's lefty-lefty, so it's not as appealing. But I said it yesterday. Rafael Devers is the man at third base. He's the man to play at $5,000. Once he did, he goes against 32 points, goes deep, hits a double, even stole a bag. Like, the dude is really, really raking it right now. I don't like the matchup as much today as I did yesterday, but still, if you want to go GPP with Devers, I don't hate it. Throw him in a stack with JD and Mookie to be different because most people won't use Devers in a lefty-lefty matchup. Don't hate it at all. Chris Bryant at 47, definitely in play versus Lambert. A lot of the Cubs are in play today. Matt Carpenter at 44. Uh, Yanni Diaz at 43, talked about them already. Well, Jeff McNeil at 39, talked about him. Colin Moran, I mentioned him yesterday. He was less than 1% owned yesterday, and he went deep. 21 DraftKings points yesterday. He's on a heater, folks. 21, 0, 5, 14, 14, 18, 18. He's on a heater. He gets faulty again today. You know, he's only, like I said, 3900 bucks. A Pirates team with a 4 6 7 team total. Lefty's 34, righty's 358 versus faulty. Colin Moran at 39, definitely in play today. Brian Anderson talked about him a second ago. He's 3800 bucks. 37 more points last night. 37, 22, 13. In his last three, he had a nine prior to that even. So, you know, Brian Anderson keeps getting it done. Woodruff's a good pitcher, but there is definite upside there with Anderson in that matchup. Danny Echevarria should be getting the start for the Mets as Cano left again with a quad injury. He's third base shortstop eligible. When he's been getting the starts, he's been playing well. It's just not always getting the starts, so keep an eye on Etch. But 37 can be worth a look for you there. Uh, the, the, Christian Arroyo at 36 versus Daniel Norris. 
is a possible punt for you as well because they've been playing him like cleanup against lefties. So keep an eye on that. Be a little value play against Daniel Norris. Shortstop, we got Trevor Story versus a lefty. It's always worth a look. Adam brought the Mondesi. We talked about the way to get to Weber is through the lefties. So if you want to go uh, Mondesi, you can. The X-Man versus Duffy is a really good spot there at 5300 bucks. Uh, the X-Man's been a little quiet, it seems like, but still averaging 12.6 over his last 10, 4 and 7 the last two with a 21, 24, 3, 22, 14, 14, 0, 16. So the X-Man's been giving it to you. He's 5300 bucks. You got Baez at 47. Talked about him already. Med Rosario, big home run yesterday. He's 4K versus Anderson. See where he's at in the lineup. It's just hard to pay 4K for Rosario when he's not hitting towards the top of the lineup, but he's still hitting it really well of late. So if you want to be different, you can look at that. Mentioned Echeverria already. Other than that, check your lineups for your shortstop plays. Heading to the outfield position, you got like Austin Meadows versus Norris, which is interesting, but Avisil Garcia at 54 versus Norris. It's a steep price tag, but a very, very good spot for you there. Something to keep in mind. You mentioned Austin Riley already. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 4800 bucks versus Danny Duffy. We love J.D. versus the lefty. J.D. struggled yesterday, but a big, big goose egg. He's back in play. So is his teammate Mookie Betts at 46. If you want to be different with Pittsburgh, we talked about the lefties versus Fulte. Don't sleep on the righties. Charlie Marte averaging over 12 points his last 10, 20, 12, 5, 27, 22. In his last five, he's heating up, folks. Good part of a Pittsburgh Pirates stack. He's only 4800 bucks and well overlooked, so don't sleep on Starling Marte. Alex Gordon at 47, like that quite a bit. Conforto was on him yesterday, 4700 bucks tonight. He went deep yesterday in a great spot versus Anderson again today. So there are definite ways to be different than going to the norm today. I like that quite a bit. Brian Reynolds, I mentioned him a lot. He's always in play. Seven DraftKings points yesterday, averaging 8.7 over his last 10. He's more GPP than cash, but the upside is there. Jorge Soler in a GPP at 44. Don't hate that. Mentioned Garrett Cooper at 43 already. If you do want to challenge Caleb Smith, and that's a big if, but, you know, no one else will. Like, Ryan Braun, Lorenzo Cain, Christian Yellick, all in play. It's just a very dicey predicament. Uh, Gregory Polanco at 4K versus Fulton. Your GPP Pirate Stacks, knock yourself out. Jason Hayward at 39, don't hate that at all. Nicholas Castellanos can be interesting because he'll get Stanek first, but then Beeks. The lefty. So Castellanos at 39 can be a nice low on GPP type play. And his matchup. A few other guys to take a peek at. I mentioned Brian Anderson already at 38. You got like Jesse Winker, Yasiel Puig at 38. Kyle Schwarber's only 37 versus Lambert. That is criminal. He had 10 more points yesterday. 10 14, 10 his last three. Uh, that, that price tag is dumb. 3700 bucks, likely leading off for the Cubbies. Get on that one. That's a very good price tag. But other than that, you have to check lineups, see where the value is plays out on this early slate, uh, early seven-game slate. When you look at the stacking up options real quick on this seven-gamer, you're going to focus on the likes of uh, potentially the Mets versus uh, Sean Anderson. Don't hate that at all. But that Braves-Pirates game does have a total of 9.5, currently the highest total. We're still waiting on totals in uh, a couple of the games, for like three of the games on this early slate. But they're the highest total. You know, you got the lefties and righties versus Fulte, that Pirates offense is feeling it right now. So outside of that, you got the Braves at against Chris Archer. Very good options there. The Rays versus Daniel Norris will be in play. Uh, he's pesky but annoying and impossible. The Red Sox versus Danny Duffy is worth a look. If you want to get really weird, the Royals versus Weber could be worth a look in that one. Um, but you'll get a lot of Reds bull, or Red Sox bullpen, which is hit and miss at times. you got St. Louis against, uh, against uh, Cincinnati. I don't mind the lefties in the St. Louis lineup. 
And then uh, the Cubs versus Peter Lambert's a good one. So Cubs is a very, very good one. Red Sox, very, very good. Tampa Bay, very good. But if you want to be different, it's Pittsburgh, it's the Mets, and maybe a little bit of Braves. That's how I'd be different on this early slate. If you want BVP for this early slate, uh, Brandon Belt, 4 for 12 with a double over Zach Wheeler. Uh, you got Josh Donaldson with two home runs off of Chris Archer. Guillermo Heredia is 5 for 8 with a homer off Daniel Norris. I mean, really weird with that one. Mookie Betts, 6 for 10, 4 home runs versus Danny Duffy. Bradley, 3 for 10, double and a triple. Xander's taking him deep. JD's got two homers off of Danny Duffy. Ozuna and Fowler, that's off Molly. That's the late game. Da, 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 da. Uh, Christian Yellick taking Caleb Smith deep, 1 for 5 with a homer. Um, Arenado, two homers off of Quintana. Mark Reynolds is taking him deep as well. Uh, that'll do it for your early slate of action. We got a fun one. Uh, the seven-game slate's not too shabby because we're about to break down the five-game slate, and the five-game slate leaves a little less than to be desired. Let's put it that way. To recap your totals on this five-gamer, you got Yankees, Blue Jays, 10. Twins, Indians, 8.5. Orioles, Rangers, 10.5. A's, Angels, 9. Nats, Padres, 7.5. So lots of offense in this one. Leading it off with your pitching. Your top-priced arm is Patrick Corbin, 10-3 at the San Diego Padres. Corbin laid an absolute egg his last time out. Minus 8.6 against Cincinnati in Cincy. But prior to that, 36.3 struggled at the Mets. But then 39, 31, 15, 22, 35, 33. Corbin's been very, very good this year. Very, very good. Now he goes into San Diego against the Padres team you can pick on. No hiding that at all. They have a 27% K rate versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Corbin's 27% K rate of his own, 46% ground ball rate. Padres team with a 3.8 team total. Lefties 277, righties 323. What is interesting with the Padres, and if you want to be really GPP contrarian, they have a a not good 306 Woba as a team, but they have an outstanding 203 ISO. And for those that have listened to the show, there's one man you can credit that to. There's a few, but there's one man you can really credit that to, and his name is... All right, yeah, time to guess. Franmil Reyes. A 203 ISO shows you how much power these guys put out there. So Franmil does that. You got Renfro and a few others that can just destroy left-handed pitching. So Corbin, very good play at 10-3. If you want to get weird, some of those right-handed power bats in San Diego could make it very interesting. Like uh, Machado, Reyes, Renfro, and company could be fun. Jose Barrios, $9,700 at the Cleveland Indians. Barrios, in his career, much better at home than on the road. He's showing that again this year. Still getting you over 17 points per game on the road, which is much better than last year. And a 3.86 ERA, which is horrible. He just faced Cleveland recently, seven, or not recently, but earlier this year, seven and two thirds shutout innings, two hits, 10Ks for 39.5 DraftKings points. Coming off a really good road start at Tampa Bay, which is good to see, as he, like I said, usually struggles on the road. It's a, um, Cleveland team that just, the, the bats aren't great. They're very inconsistent. Lindor's great. Lindor's very good. 23% K rate for the Indians versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Barrios has been outstanding. Giving up a lot of hard contact, though. So keep that in mind. But a Cleveland team with a 4-3 team total. Lefties are at 342. Righties 283 off Barrios. And the Indians at 299 Woba, 148 ISO. Both very, very bad versus right-handed pitching. So Barrios could be a very nice play. A good pivot off of Corbin. And I think Corbin will be very, very popular. Drop down 600 bucks, get some Jose Barrios. So both of them are very much in play up top. Joey Lucchesi, $9,000 at home against those Washington Nationals. The national team that flew from D.C. to San Diego yesterday. That's a nice long flight. 
Uh, Joey Lucchese with a 2.61 home ERA, averaging almost 20 DraftKings points per start at home. His last few starts in general, he's got 21 or more start uh, points in three straight starts. He's got 16 or more in four straight. He's pitched outstanding of late. It's a Nationals team that does, you know, does have some good pop versus lefties overall, but they strike out 24% of the time versus lefties. Lucchese, 50% ground ball rate, 25% strikeout rate. A Nationals team with a 3.17 total. It's actually lower than the San Diego Padres versus Corbin. That says a lot. Lefties, buck 79. Righties, 311 versus Lucchese. But you look at the Nationals. An outstanding 362 Woba, an outstanding 193 ISO versus left-handed pitching. Something's got to give, right? I like the GPP play in Lucchese there. Again, Nationals traveling yesterday east to west. Lucchese at home in that ballpark at 9,000. Many will fade that, so I like that quite a bit. Tyler Skaggs, 8,700 bucks at home against the Oakland A's. The A's bats woke up last night. First time they woke up in a while. It's been a while, but uh, Skaggs, 20-23-16 in his last three. He had a 12-and-a-half, a, a bad outing, and then a 20 and a 21. He's been overall very, very good this season in between his IL stints. But it's an Oakland team that strikes out uh, almost 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Skaggs gives up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact, so keep that in mind. Oakland has a 4.3 team total. Lefties 316, righties 327 versus Skaggs, and the A's a 355 low with 231 ISO versus lefties. That's big time stuff. That's big boy stuff. But on a small slate like this, Skaggs 87 is definitely in play. Then other than that, there's really not much else I like unless you just want to go full yellow. It's going to be warm in Texas, slight chances of rain. We know how bad David Hess is. He's better on the road than at home, but it's an absolute crapshoot. The only reason I mention him, he's 4,200 bucks. He's like an average-priced outfielder. And so you're looking for, give me, you know, 8, 10 points, and you're okay with some upside. Because we've seen Hess throw the big games. Most of the time, we don't. But it is a Texas team that strikes out to almost 25% of the time versus righties. Hess, a lot of fly balls, a lot of loud contact. Texas has a 5.7 team total. Lefties, 347. Righties, 436. It's disgusting. I'd try to avoid it if you could. But he's about the only punt I can look at. So pitching-wise, you got Corbin and Barrios up top. I kind of prefer Barrios just to be different because I think everyone flocks to Corbin. Corbin's in a great spot. I just choose to be a little different there. Uh, in the middle, I got Lucchese and Skaggs. And then down below, it's Hess if you absolutely are in desperate need to go there. Now, on a five-game slate, you're going to have to get weird if you so choose to play it. And you're going to look at guys like Jason Castro versus Trevor Bauer take advantage of his struggles. Like Minnesota will be a fun one to take advantage of in general because Bauer has struggled a ton. Uh, he, you know... They're only striking out 20% of the time right in pitching. Minnesota's team total is 4.2. Lefties are hitting 381. Righties 290 off of Bauer. That's pretty severe for a guy like Trevor Bauer. So Castro at 4K is worth a look. Like a Josh Fegley versus Skaggs. Fegley gets lefties well. Or Nick Hundley, whoever catches for Oakland. Both of those guys are in play for you. And then like a Johnny Lucroy against Mike Fires. Those would be some of the, the catching targets I'd be looking at on this first look. First base. Now, this just, it's going to depend on who you're targeting on the mound. Like, who are you rolling the dice with? Because you got like Howie Kendricks up to 5,300 versus Lucchesi. Kendrick crushes lefties. Loves facing lefties. He's having a great season. He's first base, third base eligible. He's definitely in play at 5,300. We talked about Lucchesi. Lefties 179, but righties are hitting 311. So, if you're going to target him, you start with guys like Howie Kendrick. But he's very expensive at 53, so keep that in mind. You got your Orioles in uh, in Texas against righty Girado at 5K for Trey Mancini. 
You can look at guys like Luke Voigt. Edwin Jackson is starting for Toronto. So the Yankees are very, very much in place. Luke Voigt at 49 is on the agenda. Sliding on down, you can look at guys like Ronald Guzman versus Hess at 41 if you want to save some cash in that matchup. You can go there. Mark Kana at, at 38 hits um, hits lefties extremely well. Struggling of late, but overall big-time power bat versus left-handed pitching. So 3800 bucks for Kana. He's first base outfield eligible. If you want to get a little different there, you can. Uh, farther down you look, it's more of a kind of see what the lineups bring type situation. Second base, you know, Danny Santana, McGlaber Torres versus Edwin Jackson at 46. DJ LeMahieu at 44. Second base, third base. LeMahieu went deep yesterday. He's averaging almost 11 over his last 10. So DJ's swinging a really good bat. He's 4400 bucks, and it is worth a look there. Uh, Tommy LaStella at 4K. I liked him yesterday. Second base, third base. He went deep. 26 DraftKings points yesterday. Three for four. Three runs scored. Even walked. So LaStella at 4K versus Mike Fires is in play. The Angels have a 4.75 team total. Lefties 319. Righties 347 versus Mike Fires. When you go down farther, like Lourdes Gurriel Jr. against J.A. Happ at 39. has got some upside. Happ's actually been decent his last two. Happ's probably a pitching option, actually, on a slate like this because he has been better in the last couple starts. Swinging strike rate's been up. But if you choose to attack him, uh, Toronto 414 total. Lefties 312. Righties 337. Guys like Lourdes Gurriel at 39 are in play versus J.A. Happ. Hansel Alberto likely leading off at 38 for the Baltimore Orioles are in play. Ruby Odor in a GPP at 37 versus David Hess is very good value in a matchup like that. Chad Pender, second base outfield at 35, loves his uh, loves his lefties. So he's in play. So there is some value down here, even Lewis Ringifo at 34. Heading over to third base, you got Anthony Rendon at 5700 bucks. Yeah, he's he's really good. Really good. Uh, so is Howie Kendrick, both expensive but in play. DJ LeMahieu, 44, talked about him already. Matt Chapman at 42 versus Tyler Skaggs is very much worth a look. Chapman averaging 12.4 over his last 10, just quietly putting up another MVP-type caliber season. So 4200 bucks for Ska- uh, Chapman versus Skaggs is intriguing. You do have Tommy LaStella, again, at 4K, talked about him. You could go David Fletcher. I prefer Fletcher versus lefties, but he's in play if you're stacking. Uh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. played him yesterday. Big home run, 27 DraftKings points. The dude can hit. He's going to go on some streaks here pretty soon. He's 3800 bucks versus Jay Happ. The Blue Jays are cheap versus Happ, so something to keep in mind there if you want to be different. Happ is in play. When you look at Happ, he's only 7800 bucks, so he's in play in that matchup. But uh, if you want some value, the Jays are there for the taking. And I mentioned if you want to get weird with San Diego versus Pat Corbin, Machado's 3500 bucks. That is stupid. I don't care how good Pat Corbin is. I get it. He's really good. I respect the hell out of that. Machado's in... Uh, a perennial all-star. He's had MVP candidate years. If he keeps doing what he's doing for the next 10 years or whatever, he's a Hall of Famer. $3,500 for Manny Machado. That's that's criminal. Uh, we talked about the Potters have a higher team total than the Nationals. Higher team total than the Nationals. Uh, Righty's written 323. They have a 203 ISO uh, versus lefties as a team of the Padres. Yeah, that's that's good. Machado at 35. Yeah, this, I might be taking a Padres angle on this. with those Because you can go do Padres and match them up with... We'll get to stacks later. You can do Padres in an expensive stack. This will be interesting. We're going to play with that one later. Shortstop. You got Jorge Polanco at 49 versus Trevor Bauer. Very, very solid look. Polanco had a good game yesterday. 19 points and a home run on the docket. We know what he can do there. Uh, Frenchie Lindor versus Barrios at 48. Lindor just keeps getting it done. 28 more points yesterday. He's averaging 15 over his last 10 28, 37, 11, 3, 14, 6, 15, 15, 12, 9. He's been so good. So good on such a crappy baseball team. 
Uh, Elvis Anderson, 47 versus Hess, no problem with that at all. I mentioned Glaber Torres already. If you are targeting Lucchesi, Trey Turner's only 4,400. He went deep yesterday. He's worth a look for you. Marcus Simeon likes lefties. He's 3,600. He's some serious value. He's 20, he had 21 points yesterday. Uh, really well there in a good spot versus Skaggs again tonight. Again, Machado's only $3,500. Third base shortstop eligible. Heading to the outfield, Mike Trout went deep yesterday. He's got Mike's fires tonight. Great spot for him there. Uh, Tuesday today. But Eddie Rosario at 52 is intriguing. So is Max Kepler at 48 versus Bauer. Going on down farther, though, like uh, Trey Mancini at 5K. Uh, Dwight Smith Jr. versus Gerardo at 49 has got some upside to it. But you got Hunter Renfro at $4,700. He's averaging 11.3 over his last 10. His last three, though, 0-0-2. He did not like the Phillies, but was crushing it prior to that. So keep that in mind with Renfro. Uh, you got Mazzara at 47 in a good spot. Clint Frazier at 45, worth a look as well. Calhoun at 43. Aaron Hicks only 41 versus Edwin Jackson. I don't mind that at all. Some nice value there. He's averaging seven points over his last 10. So you can take a look at that one. Uh, you got Woe Nelly went deep yesterday. Victor Robles. But Franville Ray is only $4,000. He's in play. Mentioned Lourdes Gurriel at 39. If you're looking for Delano DeShield Jr., he batted second last night. He got you 16 DraftKings points. Uh, he's got 16 and 15 in his two games since uh, coming back up. He gets on, he steals bags. He's got some upside there at $4,000. Don't hate that at all. Shohei Otani, I mentioned how I love his value, how he's going to get going. He went deep again yesterday. He's got three homers over his last 10, averaging almost 10 points over his last 10. He's got 27, 21 in his last two, then a 2-2 two, two, and a 19. Otani's really going to get it going in a great matchup versus Fires for only $3,900. So a lot to like there. Chris Davis still too cheap, 3900 $3, only seven points yesterday. He's going to get in the groove here sooner than later, so keep an eye on him and enjoy the discount while you can. Mention Mark Connor at 38, Will Myers at 3800 bucks versus Corbin. Myers averaging 8.5 over his last 10, 28-0-12 in his last three. Another right-handed bat for the Padres tonight. Um, Marvin Gonzalez is only 37. You can look at him. Reimer Lariano at 3,700. Ramon Lariano averaging 11.5 over his last 10, 9, 30, and 14. So the A's and the Padres have some serious value. Skaggs and, and Corbin are good. A's and Padres, big boy value. Recapping your pitching real quick. You got Corbin Barrios up top. You got Lucchesi Skaggs in the middle and Hess if you need to punt. When you're stacking it up tonight, this is where it gets fun. The Yankees versus Edwin Jackson is, yes, that's that's outstanding. That speaks for itself. Edwin Jackson is horrific. I could probably at least get a base hit off of Edwin Jackson. If you want to go the Jays versus Hap, there's value there. Otherwise, use Hap versus the Jays. Like those, that, That's one way to, to get there. Uh, the Twins versus the Indians. I can see the Twins versus Trevor Bauer being a fun little GPP action. No problem with that at all. Uh, the Rangers versus David Hess, yes. The Orioles versus Drado is not bad either, but the Rangers versus Hess. Yeah, get in on that action. That's a fun one to get on. But then you got A's Angels. The Angels versus Fires is outstanding, but so are the A's sneakily against Tyler Skaggs. And then Washington, San Diego, that Padres value versus Patrick Corbin is something I can get behind. You could put like that Padres value or even that A's value, and then you can get some rank, some expensive Rangers or some expensive Yankees or even some expensive Twins. You can mix one of those cheapies with an expensive one and still get like Hap and Berrios, two good pitchers. That, that's a fun way to go about it on this five-game slate. Let's look at your BVP real quick. On the late slate action, Carlos Santana, 4 for 11, with a triple and a homer off of Berrios. Lindor, 5 for 17, two doubles. The Twins, Cruz, 7 for 14, two doubles and a homer. Polanco, 6 for 22, two doubles, three homers. Rosario, 12 for 39, a double and two homers. They like him. They like him a lot. 
Uh, Aaron Hicks, Brett Gardner taking Edwin Jackson deep. That's not unexpected. Uh, Taylor Ward, Jonathan Lucroy taking fires deep. Chris Davis, 7 for 18, 2 doubles, 4 home runs off Skaggs. Marcus Simeon, 10 for 21, 4 doubles, 2 homers off Skaggs. Yeah, they're, they, they're hitting 299 as a team off of Skaggs with a 384 Woba and a 224 ISO. Will Myers, 10 for 27, 4 doubles and a homer off Corbin. Machado, 3 for 8 with a homer. Renfro, Hedges have all taken him deep. That's not bad either. Rendon, Robles, Soto have all taken Joey Lucchesi deep. So lots and lots to like on that five-game slate. So get it in. Check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check out thequantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you the discount for the rest of the MLB season for $74.99. The All Sports first month for $19.99 or the five-day trial for 5 bucks. Go check that out. And join us over at fantasysportsdgens.com. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Get you ready for your NASCAR action in the uh, Fantasy DGEN Slack chat. we got soccer, WNBA, all kinds of cool stuff going on over there, including baseball, NBA, and much, much more. So come check us out there. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. As this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Thursday, June 6th edition. I'm out.